Welcome to the Live Your Vision podcast. On episode 51, I had the pleasure of talking with Matt Domboski, who is a copywriter, strongman competitor, and a low-key comedian. This episode would definitely receive the award for most times laugh during an episode, so I hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, I mean, I was racking my brain for, I'd say... You can get it. I, as close okay. as you want. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know yeah. what the levels are. You'll, you'll figure it out in post, right? That's a thing. <laughs> See, I listen to fucking podcasts. Come on, please. I know what post is. <laughs> but uh, I had a week to think about it, and I was racking my brain. I could not come up with a single good fucking reason you <laughs> put me on I couldn't think of a single reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, I started the podcast just with random people. Like, as long as I have a general understanding of who they are and what they're, like, super passionate about, then it just helps a ton mm-hmm. with, like, bringing people onto the podcast. Okay. So, yeah, here here I was thinking this was going to be, like, more, <laughs> more of a TED Talk. Like, hey, let's dive into, you know, fucking e-commerce. And, yeah. like, let's oh, learn a little oh, bit about business. I'm looking, for your, I'm looking for your angle on, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> SEO on Google ads and I'll be like, ah, fuck, I got to lie for an hour. (laughs) No, no. I I hope if it ever got to that point, you just like say no or something like that. I'm going to, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, I think if anybody watches this, they're going to be able to tell the exact moment where I am completely out of my depth. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think we'll go there if we get that steep. Okay. So. Where do we start? Sweet. But Matt, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. Yeah, Appreciate no problem. Happy to, <laughs> happy to be here. I know a lot of your fans have been asking for this. <laughs> have, like, have, dude, I've, been, I've been pumped to have you for sure. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, great to be here and great to uh, have a platform to really kind of do what I came here to do, which is promote my own podcast that I am making. And it's called Mostly West. Really? Tell yeah. me a little, like, dive into it. Well, What's you it know, I, I just wanted to start it with a couple of friends. Um, the, the whole idea is I basically take some time to get to know a person and, like, kind of know what they're interested in and their deep values are. And that makes it so easy <laughs> to, to go with, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So I'm going to probably get an apartment in Minneapolis I don't know where, north, near north, something like that. I'm uh, going to cover that fucker in cement, and I'm going to start myself up a podcast. So, uh, you know, tune in. We'll be on Spotify and MySpace. <laughs> nice. Nice. Come in end of year. Sweet. Yeah. End of year 2025. <laughs> you heard it first here. <laughs> Sweet. I'd love to check in on, like, how you've been doing mentally over the past week <laughs> i know you i know i was diving you into your instagram and you're like you're lifting like heavy shit and like that definitely has to help i mean like especially like the heavy stuff because yeah. i'll go in like box and like you feel it it feels good when you mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. yeah um uh, my mental state this past week has been pretty fucking awesome um i'm glad you checked in on my instagram I'm really, really proud of it. It's got several videos of me lifting stuff. Um, and I'm uh, going to start a podcast on that 2026. But yeah, man, I mean, this, I, I, I don't know if you heard, but there's a pandemic going on. Yes. Across I did hear that. the globe. 
So everybody's, you're going to hear the same shit from anyone. Like, oh, this year sucked. But the biggest thing I felt is like the, the thing that drives me goddamn nuts is having any extra rules that I don't understand. It's why I blow at math because people bring up like irrational numbers and I, the, the teacher can't explain it. Like why, why? Don't worry about it. Just use them. Fuck that. No, I don't get it. So having extra rules and restraints is just like the thing that drives me nuts and everybody else. But so having something that I do have control over, which is lifting a ton of heavy shit and kind of scheduling other stuff around that, it, it does help. Yeah. What it's about, a lot of fun. Yeah. What about if you do like competitions? They said like rules and stuff. Oh yeah. You try to like go off the path and like you're carrying, you're carrying weight to like your car. <laughs> uh, no, nobody's blindsiding it. You know, you remember the scene in the blind side where he blocked the guy out of the, yep. out of the, nobody's blindsiding it. Oh, it's, it's too heavy, but like people are trying to like cheat. <laughs> oh, people, for sure. People cheat all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like, little thing. What, what would you consider cheating for like strongman? The most notable one uh, occurred in the 2017 World's Strongest Man, where uh, Half Thor got accused for cheating on a uh, Viking press, which is a long implement that uh, you're pressing on a lever. So it'll be like 800 pounds, but in your hand it's like 300. You're not supposed to do something called a double dip on that one, where you drop yourself and then extend with your legs. He did it. And uh, that's, that's like little kind of basic cheating, but probably one of the bigger ones is that I see. Um, I see it online all the time. I haven't seen it in competition, but someone will wear a deadlift suit under like their whole fucking outfit. Mm-hmm. If deadlift is like the second event, because a deadlift suit basically makes it hella uncomfortable to get into deadlift position. And it like kind of shoots your butt oh, yeah. back and like you get an extra 20, 30 pounds out of it, mm-hmm. you know? So if the first event, if you can deal with wearing that fucking thing long enough through the first <laughs> event into your second, you have a deadlift suit on. So hmm. I, I see that online every now and then. I'm yeah. like, mm, I, can, I, I see some shit. <laughs> I cheated. What, what originally got you into Strongman? Like, was it from football or something else? Yeah, uh, they're, they're kind of a little bit tied together. Um, I, I feel like every kid in the U.S. Um, watched wrestling at least like once. And they saw World's Strongest Man on at least like once on ESPN 8, the Ocho, or wherever the fuck they show it. But you're like, wow, that giant fat man is sure carrying some heavy stuff. So everybody was exposed to it. But like, yeah, I, I played football in high school, and they showed me how to lift weights very poorly. <laughs> and I went from there. Um, I think the big thing was I, uh, I don't have abs, if you can't tell. <laughs> I, I never will have abs. It will not, it will not happen. You could. What is it? Um, Eddie, Eddie Hall. Yes, Eddie yeah, Hall. I, he has abs. I choose not to do that to myself, <laughs> but um, I knew I could fucking be stronger than other people. So I just decided to be the biggest guy in the gym, regardless of physique. You know, it's it's a lot, uh, lot more linear path to getting there, rather than having to diet and bulk and cut and bulk and cut and bulk and cut all the time to get like, you know, 250 pounds with abs. You just have to bulk and lift and bulk and lift and bulk and lift. Mm-hmm. So did you start in high school? Uh, competing oh. in strongman? Yeah. No, I started like a year ago. Started a year ago? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, it was pretty recent. Yeah. Cause it was, I, I didn't know how to get into it. Like, it's not like 
you know, if you're going to do Olympic lifting and work really hard on clean and jerk and stuff like that, that it's in every gym, but like try going to a gym that's got like farmers handles that can carry like 300 pounds of hand. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have them. They take up a bunch of space. <laughs> so you have to have independently wealthy friends that already bought all the stuff. <laughs> and then you're eventually going to buy all the stuff. Disclaimer to anybody that wants to try strongman, you're going to have a garage full of shit in two years. It's going to be your garage. Yeah, you, you have a garage now, right? Yeah. Building up the collection. I had a garage. I have, I have a room filled with shit now. Was it like weight room? Uh, part office. Yep. Part yep. part gaming as well. Pretty soon in the future, maybe. Cross the fingers of my <laughs> lovely, beautiful, amazing wife, who I'm so happy to be with for three years. Love you, honey. Uh, lets me put a TV in there. Ooh, that'd be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I I do all that stuff um, kind of to keep myself sane, and also because lifting heavy shit's cool, right? It is. I wish I was better at it, but you know, yeah. <laughs> in good time. Dude, what is what's the heaviest that you've ever lifted? Oh, um, there's a bunch of BS strongman lifts that I can say I did. Like I picked up 1,200 pounds, which I did, but it was on a yoke, so I lifted 1,200 pounds three inches off the ground. What is a yoke? Can you like help visualize? Sure. So um, basically, if you're carrying a barbell, right? The weight's going to be out here. You put on the weight right there, and it stays at shoulder level with you. And it's hard to walk with, unless you're me. But if you extend it downwards and lower the weight to the ground and attach it that way, it's a lot more stable, and you can pack a ton more weight on it. So essentially, it's just a giant sort of... You got, you'll add graphics? Oh, yes. Yeah, he'll add a graphic. It's like a, Something shaped like this, where you have four corners that you put weights on. You can load it up to... Just irresponsible numbers. Dang. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's probably my favorite one to do. What's your, what's your current like, workout schedule look like right now? Yeah. Um, I'm doing Monday, Tuesday lifting, uh, heavy lifting. I do a press day and a squat day. Then I take Wednesday to try and run and breathe heavy just for cardio's sake. And Thursday I do deadlifts, Friday I take off, and Saturday is my strongman events day. So like all the all the goofy shit they make us lift, you only really want to train it like one, two days a week because you'll risk injury otherwise. Mm, dang. How do you stay motivated to just continue to work out? My wife, um, for a good amount of time, um, is has been in like kind of the fitness community. She was a, a female bodybuilder, amateur. Um, so she... She's hot as hell, um, and she knows a lot about gym stuff. So when you're hot as hell as a f- female and you know a lot about gym stuff, like you know your stuff, there are an inundating amount of men that slide in your DMs constantly. So that's what keeps me motivated. <laughs> that's what keeps me going. Just watching your videos, and like I could hear your wife like encouraging you. I was like, damn, that's <laughs> awesome. Like all the videos. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to film that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, cool Nobody else is breaking out the camera for 240 overhead press, so somebody's gotta. Yeah. Did you hear what she calls me? Is it Kitty? Yeah. <laughs> How did you get that nickname? I I don't know. I, I do know. Um, it started as all nicknames dumb do in a really dumb way. Um, my wife loves Halloween to bits, and for like the first three years we were dating and the first year we were married, like we tried. You know, we did like the Adams family, so I was Moses. I was Moses of the Adams family. 
no, uh, okay. she was Morticia, I was Gomez. And then we did plays on it for a couple of years and stuff like that. And, you know, we always had killer costumes. And then by the next year, I was just so over it. And she was like, what do you want to be for Halloween? And I was just like, a kitty. <laughs> I want to be, like, be a kitty cat. So I just did the basic uh, white girl from 2005 cat with like the little ears and just tight black everything. And then I just did the <laughs> dot line, 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 line. And she just kept calling me kitty. Dang, were you in like a tight black suit then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a black turtleneck. A black turtleneck? Yeah. And wow. uh, I, I had a bit of a metalhead face. Yeah. So I've got a bunch of tight black jeans. Dang. How long did you have to wear that? The... The cat makeup? <laughs> I wore it to cats. work. <laughs> yeah, I wore it to work. And, uh... I don't... I don't think anybody else dressed up. <laughs> I was working for a company that sold printers to schools. I was, uh... I was basically a watered-down, slightly overweight Jim Halpert. And, uh, I was just like a cat. It was a good day. There's a picture of it somewhere. <laughs> what were like the reactions in the room? Like were people like, oh, it's funny or was it like... <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody said a thing and that was worse. <laughs> <laughs> I wish someone would have acknowledged me. <laughs> that made it so much worse. <laughs> like either they straight up didn't think I was going to be there <laughs> long enough to bond or... They really didn't notice. Yeah. Damn. Which both options are pretty scary. Yeah, for sure. No, but you, so you currently do copywriting full time. What originally like got you interested in that? And copywriting, Um, I guess, for those that, because sometimes it will be referred to in like a legal sense. A hundred percent of the time. (laughs) Copywriting. People think I am a lawyer. Yeah. And I don't correct them. You don't? No, fuck no. I'm a copywriter. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. Uh, do, does that pay well? Yeah, of course. Like, everybody thinks you're a lawyer. Like, they, they stand up they a little do. straighter. They do. Yeah, because they don't know shit. But yeah, no, uh, the, the, I do work as a copywriter full-time. So what that means is I write all the words that people don't want to write. Um, <laughs> so at, at an e-commerce company... It's, it's just, like, very difficult, like... Looking at the different things that we'll do a lot at Active, like copywriting itself is something that I'm still like, my mind is like, oh, like I'm Good. not quite there yet. That's job security <laughs> for me. Yeah. I can't, I can't do it as well. You don't need to work on it. I got it. <laughs> Sweet. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I have a lot of fun with it because, um. I uh, was lucky enough to go to college and I was lucky enough to have parents that like actually kind of gave a shit about how I was doing, you know, and like what I wanted to do rather than just saying make money, you know. So I, uh, I started with a journalism degree because the only A's I got in high school were in English class honors. But those were the only A's I got. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to fucking go with this. And the journalism teacher, um, when I took, I didn't take the journalism class in high school, thought it was bullshit. Um, anyways, uh, two party systems joke, but, uh, he said, Oh, you're going for journalism. Good luck on my last day when I graduated. Cause I told him, I was like, fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. He pissed me off. So I just kept, I, yeah. I kept doing it out of spite. Um, and then kind of realized there weren't that many jobs in journalism, uh, unless you want to write articles about the 10 best ways 
you know, John Hamm's balls look on <laughs> Mad Men. Um, so I, uh, <laughs> there was a professional writing track and I was like, that sounds fancy and applicable. And it was. <laughs> I was so like one of... Yeah, where'd yeah. you find it? Was it in college? Yeah, yeah. 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 When I started professional writing, they told me what it was. Oh, and I was like, I could be a lawyer with this. <laughs> uh, no, but I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can. I I pride myself on being able to come up with shit pretty quick. So I figured a job where I can just do that sounds awesome. And then I just uh, kind of put all my weight and effort into it and had a bunch of shitty jobs at the start of my career. And here we are mm-hmm. with a uh, resume that is real. What does it take to like write a full page of copy, just like for a page that you might see when you're like online shopping. First thing you got to do is you got to find someone's page and you copy paste it and you take their names off. Then you change a couple words around. It's really an easy job. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To to, to write a full page of copy, like we do the landing pages and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. It, it, it takes some mental effort, man. Like, I, I don't know. My it, my job's easy for me because I'm fucking awesome. But like <laughs> it it is it is work yeah. and uh, it's it's a long process. You know, I feel like we're pretty connected to the user experience. You know, it's pretty tied in. So before like there's even a page, you have to think about the sections and stuff. So I mean, like, okay, let me flip it on you. When's the last time you like wrote a paper? Like 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 a a two page paper. Yeah. Maybe college, yeah, or high school. How how long was your deadline? How long did you have? Hmm. Probably a few weeks. Yeah, I think. Just do that faster. Yeah, like a lot faster. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, in like a school instance, I mean, it could probably be done within a few weeks. Yeah, if you don't um, have to do a bunch yeah, of other bullshit yeah. classes and walk between exactly. the halls and like still yeah. try and have friends and stuff. No, mm-hmm. you could crank it out easy. But <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's really boiled down to the mm-hmm. the same process as most writing, I find. But like I don't know, it's dude, the game the name of the game's research. It's about getting in other people's heads and trying to kind of just figure out what someone outside of it needs to hear rather than what they want to hear mm-hmm. type stuff. We could, we could get ethereal about it all day, but for me, really, when we get down to brass tacks, what it takes is about 16 ounces of coffee, um, one of my prescribed Adderall pills, um, a slightly uncomfy chair, a room with a lot of music and no one else, and a shitload of trial and error. I have I go through probably like 15 notebooks a year, I mean, not like big ones, your average like moleskin notebook, but I go through 15 notebooks a year um, just drafting, just writing stuff out because um, I find once you put it on Google Drive or you put it in Microsoft Word, it's like it still kind of like gives me the shakes a little bit like, oh, fuck, it's official now. (laughs) But if I'm just writing it in a notebook and I can like, I don't know, draw a pair of boobs in there or, you know, (laughs) write something like, fart, really long in there too, it's like it's Mm -hmm. not official. So it's it's my no bad ideas notebook. So I mean yeah. that's it's, it's a lot of trial and error. So it's, it's kind of like a diary of Matt in a way. Yeah, Maybe a little bit. Yeah, you should really see it on every other Thursday. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's really great. Like this Thursday is going to be good, and then the oh. Thursday after next. Yeah. Yeah, because we have a pretty long meeting that day. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Dang. 
and I like to uh, write stuff down. I, I write a lot about what I'm feeling in the moment at the meeting. And it like the notebook at the start of the week is it looks it looks like what I assume Jane Eyre's handwriting looked like. It's very flowy. It's fancy. You know, the spacing is great and everything's perfect. And then on Thursday, it looks like Hunter S. Thompson on a mescaline trip, <laughs> like just big letters and bullshit. Just like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Let me go home. I have to pee. Yeah. I write I have to pee in each of those notebooks probably a dozen really? times. Oh, that's interesting. So you communicate a lot of your thoughts and you just like put them, write them down. Yep. Yep. All the stuff I don't want to say to yeah. people. <laughs> so you, I'm guessing you find it helps you like mentally just get rid of those thoughts. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I do it for my bad ideas too. <laughs> if, if I don't like write out my bad ideas and at least tell them to one other person, then they stay there. Yeah. Then they're just there. They didn't get expressed. They, they linger around and they make your other ideas shitty. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, uh, let me think. What's, what's one that I've been thinking of lately? No, I got nothing. <laughs> there will be one on this podcast for sure. Yeah. Just like a garbage idea that no one should ever like. All my terrible puns, you know, <laughs> got to write those down. So they just punny, get it get it out of your system, you know, yeah. get the poison out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dang. But it's it's a fun gig. I really, if anybody, if, if there's anybody in high school thinking like, can I make money just kind of writing about stuff? Yeah, you can. It doesn't have to be a novel. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to write somebody's biography. You don't have to you know, write a thesis paper or discover something, you can, like, people will pay you money to write shit they can't say, regardless. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean you've, end, had, you've had to write some pretty, what's the longest you've ever had to write for copywriting? Um, that's a good question. Because a lot of it's, it's usually pretty short. It is the page, yeah. you know, that, like, there's kind of that 500 word count, like, looming in your head at all times, but... Mm. What was the longest fucking thing somebody made me write? Um, <laughs> yeah, this is for uh, one of my earlier gigs. It was for a social media startup company um, that I found out of. I, it, was either, it was either Portland or Arizona. I don't know why I'm getting either of those mixed up, but it was just one of those side gigs that I found. And the owner of this social media site or whatever, I won't say the name. They're probably gone now anyways. Wasn't a wasn't a great operation. Ooh. They overpaid me by like a ton. Oh wow! But uh, he wanted me to write the about the owner section, and he, I think he wanted me to start his biography. I think he was working out the kinks for like starting a full detailed thing because by the end of this process, and I worked for them maybe a week and a half, we had he he made me write no less than twenty five pages, in like. 14 point font and he straight up wanted to put that on the site what yeah yeah did you like give him any guidance like there's there's no other website out there that, that does this, this, that does this? no no not a single one um the <laughs> i i didn't because uh it was the, I was getting my paycheck pretty soon. <laughs> I knew I was one and done. This is great. This is going to look great on the site. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned it into a PDF for him. And I just made the PDF inside the page. And it was scrollable. So you mm. didn't have to scroll the whole fucking site. So all the ads on the side and shit that he still made money off of yeah. was there. And you could navigate away from it. But you could Dang. scroll through the PDF. Dang. 
That's crazy. And I will not mention their name <laughs> because I'm a professional. But yes. it was it was ridiculous. No, but the longest usable piece of copy. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Um, I'd have to say some of the stuff for POE. Honestly, mm. uh, one of our clients now they've. Their, their angle is like very, 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 very authority focused as they are the authority on the subject and people come to them for answers. Mm-hmm. So they they establish that by making even a lot of sales pages uh, read more like blogs, mm-hmm. which I have a good amount of fun with, but I don't necessarily have as much authority as them. So bless their hearts for working with me on that one. <laughs> but yeah, it's probably for them. Um, mm-hmm. I I like writing the, the shorter stuff though too. Yeah, that's good. Um, do you, when would you plan on doing that? When's your first comedy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, what, what, what is that? Uh, open mic? Is that what you call it? Yeah, it'd be an open, open mic. mic. Okay. And uh, I could do it right over there. Right over there? If I wanted to. Oh, that's right. Attack me. Yeah. yeah when, I don't know. When's the, when's the expected date? I'd, I don't want to say I'm a perfectionist because I've never done anything perfect in my life but I'm a worrier. <laughs> so I'd want two to three solid workshopped minutes before I step down a stage. Right now I've got one joke and nobody likes it. Really? So yeah. Can you share it? Yeah. Why not? I'll burn it. Okay. <laughs> I, I still got two minutes and 58 seconds to fill. The, the reason I like this joke is it's just, there's not an ounce of fat on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So see, that's how you start comedy, right? <laughs> uh, I noticed I have not seen nearly as many morbidly obese people as I did, like, let's say in 2005. I guess the doctors nailed it when they named that one. And that's it. Because if you're morbidly obese, you're going to die. See, you shouldn't have to explain a joke. I shouldn't have to explain a joke. (laughs) Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. (laughs) So, you heard it here first. That was Podcast 2025, stand-up special 2038 on Quibi. It just took me a little while to make the connection. Yeah, no. (laughs) See, that's that's the problem. I love that joke because it's really simple, but like it takes like there's you gotta you gotta walk uphill for that one. Mm -hmm. But no, I'd I'd love to I'm really excited about this podcast because I'm much better at talking than I am at one person at than I am at like a room of thirty. Yeah. When there's an expectation to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'd ever do that? I would really like to, yeah. but I also feel like I, I listen to too many goddamn comedy podcasts. They're almost all I listen to. Shout out your mom's house. Um, shout out King of the Sting. Um, shout out Two Bears, One Cave. Joe Rogan doesn't need any fucking shout outs, you rich <laughs> son of a bitch. But um, yeah, so like I hear they're all like, yeah, I started at 20 and I, I worked in laundromats doing shows in basements and people's houses for five years. And then I started getting paid gigs for $100 a weekend. And I'm married. I can't, I can't pull that shit off. She is not independently wealthy. So I feel like I missed the boat, man. <laughs> With the comedy? Yeah, I feel like I missed Ooh, it. Like, I don't think so. I'd, like, what wait, t- wait. When did Louis C.K. get famous? Long time ago. Probably. And it's not okay that he's famous still, or whatever you're <laughs> supposed to say. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, he broke super late. Like, I don't want to be the next Louis C.K., you know? 
I think in both just, senses. Yeah. In both senses of that. Yeah, I think you'd definitely be able to pull it off for sure. Maybe. Yeah. I can't come up with anything off the top of my head though. Ooh. Or like I, I I'm don't sure there's some good down. stuff in the notebook. There's probably <laughs> there's some there is stuff in the notebook. Mm-hmm. I will give you that, but I don't know if it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd really like to do that or like I I hate that improv has such a bad rap. You know? Like I don't know, terrible rock bands don't make you hate rock music or like bad cover bands. You're not like, mm, I, don't, I don't like poison anymore. Like that doesn't happen. But mm. like one bad improv performance, <laughs> people will mm. never ever go again. So it's either, true. it's either SNL or you're the worst person <laughs> and I'm not coming. <laughs> those are, those are the two standards. Yeah, no, that's very true. Like if you were given the option between like bad comedy or good comedy, like the impact that bad comedy would make on you is like you just have no interest in going to watch them. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, it feels like a complete waste of your time. Yeah, but or if you go see a bad cover band, like it wouldn't f- completely ruin your experience. Yeah, see, then that's when people are like, well, the drinks were good and the food was okay. Nobody says that shit at like a comedy club if it's bad. They're like, mm, the comedy was bad, and yes, I ate some food. Let's not discuss it. But yeah, so it's, I don't know, the it's a it's an unforgiving like genre or medium, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody really puts up with too much bad cover bands. They're all at least okay. I mean, they're all dads. Mm-hmm. So they've had some time to get good at it. Yeah, because you know how to play guitar too, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. playing for a while. Oh. Yeah, that was that was the first dream. So in the in the list, if if you're following along on the podcast, Matt first wanted to be um, obviously Batman. But I wanted to keep my parents, so that was out of the out of the cards for me. Um, the next thing was a famous guitarist, um, and that that didn't really pan out. I'm still I can shred, but it's pointless, and I just play to myself. But um, then the next, I was like, well, I could at least like write about like the famous guitarist and like Guitar World or something. And then I was like, well, I could at least like write stuff. And that's where we're at. That's where we're at now. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's if, if you're wondering at like what percentage your dreams are actually achievable compared to like how lucky you need to be. I'm, I'm right about the apex of mm, he did all right. Yeah. Yeah. You still, you still crushed it though on the guitar. I, I thank for sure. you for that. I yes. thank you for that. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Do you play any instruments? Um, yeah, what do you do, mm. man? What do you do outside of the <laughs> office over there? You come over here and then you podcast. In this. I don't play any instruments, although guitar is definitely of interest. I just haven't... Like, I played a little bit when I was younger. I had, like, a guitar. I don't like a few strings, but it never actually, like, grew into anything. Yeah, I feel um, like with guitar, you got to have a douchebag teacher that makes you feel guilty about it for, like, the first two or three years. Mm. Otherwise, you won't do it. Well, I didn't. <laughs> if, I, if I was left to my own devices, I would not have learned an instrument. Fuck mm. that. But I didn't play sports, and I didn't have shit to do on other nights that it wasn't, uh, like, Wednesday night Catholic weird... God, what was that? Were you Catholic? No. Every Wednesday night, we went to go learn about the oh, Bible, and um, I didn't remember any of it. Yeah, no, so every Wednesday night, and then also Thursdays, I had shit going on because of guitar lessons. Yeah. But... Dude, what what's like your what's your thing that you're good at that nobody ever gets to know about? That no one ever gets to know about? Yeah, man. Like, come on, you've got to have like I'm I don't like I'm not that mm. asshole that's like, hey Matt, what's up? <laughs> um, I like to play guitar, I snowboard, 
And I don't know, like you can have my number if you want, I guess. I'm not that fucking guy. And you're not that guy either. What's what's your uh, thing, man? Like what's your I what's mean, your edge? My edge. And you like, I mean, I definitely like I mean podcasting, but I wouldn't say that's like a hidden I don't know. Would you consider that one? Maybe I did uh would you lead with it in a conversation? Would you be like, hey, Austin, what's up? Um, I, I have a podcast. Would, would it would. like the first time? Okay. I would do that. So then it's not your like, thing okay. that nobody really Dang knows it. about. Mm-hmm. Or, like, uh, are you a good cook? Cooking is a Maybe art. a little bit. Yeah? I mean, I'm, I'm pretty never going to let you feed me, so <laughs> I'm pretty I'll simple, never know though. about it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that could be it. Super simple for cooking. Yeah? What do you, what do you mean? Brown like, rice and it's like rice, some type of meat, some type of vegetable. I mean, I eat almost like the same thing for like breakfast and. Well, Austin, I have to tell you, that's really infinitely not simple. There are dozens <laughs> of kinds of meats and dozens of kinds of vegetables. You basically just told me you can cook anything. So kind of a little bit. You must be a chef. <laughs> no, I would definitely not classify myself as chef. All right, like, okay, what's what's the most complex like? dish you can make hmm like i can pull off mini donuts mini donuts okay would you see that's pretty complex i'd say it's it's weird yeah and it's easy to burn them and yourself hmm. but it's not like I'm, I'm not like a crazy good cook i don't know how to yeah. like julienne uh green hmm. pepper or anything but i can make pretty good avocado toast all right uh, for listeners that don't know about avocado toast, which is slim because you're listening to a podcast uh, <laughs> with a fucking Gen Z host, but um, it's not just avocado and toast. They put other shit on there. An egg. Avocado toast and egg. That's good. I, can, I couldn't imagine just eating it without the egg. Yeah. No, that's why Maybe. I was like, why is that a thing? Yeah. They, they really need to rebrand to like a BLT type thing. Mm-hmm. Like... A E T A T E E A T. Call mm-hmm. it E A T. Fuck it. You got great initials. Egg avocado toast. Boom. That's a restaurant. See? Dumb Ooh. ideas. If I didn't say that, that would have been stuck in there forever. <laughs> and I would have I would have had to I would have had to make that restaurant. Mm. Nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you generally think about like consistently in a daily basis? Oh, mostly I just worry. <laughs> Worry about what? Ah, everything, man. We've constructed this entire society that requires you to produce something every day, regardless if it helps you directly sustain yourself or not. So I'm kind of worried about all shit all the time. Taxes, you know, you're going to have to file those. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do I think about consistently on a day-to-day basis? When do I get to go to bed? That's a pretty... <laughs> That is a that is a good one. I don't know. Like, is it when you me, get to go to bed or when you plan on going to bed? Oh, if it was when I plan on going to bed, that'd be an easy one. Eight thirty every night, lights out. Oh, really? Um, oh God, oh. hell yes. Yeah. I'm so much more of a morning person. Same. Yeah, because if if I stay up late in the night, like Matthew comes out, mm. like because the longer I stay up, perhaps if I'm drinking, you know, Matthew would come out back in the day. Now yeah. it's really just without that, but still kind of weird. <laughs> So I like to keep Matthew in his cage and Matthew hates the mornings. So mm. I like to get up at like five or six. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Nice. 
do you what do you do usually when you wake up do you have like a morning routine or yeah and it's boring really <laughs> i i wake up exactly at 5:23 every morning what 5:23 my cat your cat at 5:20 yeah my cat um it's it's hard to explain it's not a meow and it's not a yell and it's not like a wow it's more of a wow for for about 40 seconds to announce Jeez. that she is ready to play yeah um and at that point she will put all four of her paws onto one side of my face while i'm sleeping and she will do this until I pet her and make her move. So then I'll usually stay in bed for a little bit. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I do the same boring thing that probably every white male in America does is I go to the bathroom away from my wife and I check the news. Oh, really? You check <laughs> right the away news in the morning, anymore. yeah. I sit on the toilet and I check the news <laughs> naked. Uh, just an American tradition, you know? Yeah. Like, all right, what are we fucking getting into today? And then... Uh, Dang. Yeah, but what kind, of, what kind of news are you consuming? I I like a little column A, little column B. So I my my most usual source is um, New York Times. They they have a really mm -hmm. good email program that's free, and they just uh, you know show you all the headlines. You can just read like a couple lines of the article or whatever, and uh, it's really great. You should check it out. But uh, also I'll try and look at like Pioneer Press or something else. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. check like Fox News' website. I'm not like, I need to get that fucking side of the story. But, you know, just see, see what's up. Yeah. I'm yeah. subscribed to the Morning Brew email list, and that's pretty nice. It's definitely leaning towards like the economy and business side of things. The fun um, news. Yeah. It's just like trying to get unbiased news, I guess. I mm -hmm. mean, you're definitely going to encounter biases when you're like going through news and mm -hmm. well i mean it, it's it, they stick to hot bush button issues almost exclusively for like the headline stuff but mm -hmm. i like i find with the financial stuff like you're talking about whatever this morning brew thing is maybe mm -hmm. i'll check it out i'll probably mm -hmm. check it out but like you get to skip a lot of the he said she said because money talks and bullshit walks <laughs> Ooh, trademark that's a good one trademark well no i mean like if if the guys at the wall street journal just like went like apples were twice as much today <laughs> like no they're not yeah <laughs> fuck you you lose all credibility and so they SEC have to lead with fun. the numbers <laughs> and they have to lead with a little more just facts and yeah. yeah it's gonna be dry and it's gonna be boring and you're gonna hear some words you don't know mm -hmm. but like mm. yeah it's pretty like just financial like business news it's nice because it's i mean it is kind of like unbiased they just tell you how it is because mm -hmm. if they don't they can get into like legal trouble with exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're uh, defrauding investors or some shit. I don't mm -hmm. know. Tuck the SEC. Yeah. You, you, there's there's no Wolf of Wall Street equivalent. There's no Fox News of like finance. Well, there's probably Fox Business, but Ooh. they're probably Bloomberg. Like Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Yeah. I can see that. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I don't know too much about that, but I don't know dick about finance. I watched <laughs> Billions twice. Oh, you so watched like, it twice, two times? Yeah, so I could probably yeah. like give you a couple good pitches, but yeah, that's a that's a really good TV show. Oh, I, love I haven't that watched show. all of it, but it's it's, it's worth your time. They mm -hmm. had to stop the latest season though halfway through because something I don't know something happened, something. Mm. Uh, it was it was COVID. Everybody, yeah, stopped <laughs> more things you like. That's one more one more thing that it fucked up is billions. Think about that tonight. Think about it. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah. But other than that, uh, great show. Yeah. Great show. That was fucking weird. That was <laughs> way too long. Can we edit that out? Can we take that part out? I think we were both just thinking it's about good, billions. Though. That's good. We were just both thinking about that uh, ginger guy who likes Metallica too much. Yeah. No, that's it. Like, dang. So what's your morning routine, man? Yeah, I mean, it varies on the day. Most, like, weekdays, I'll generally get up at about 5.30, then go to the gym until about 7.30, and then come back, just make breakfast, we'll meditate, like, shoot, like going back, <laughs> uh, cold shower, and then nice. meditate. I'm a fan of the cold shower. Yeah, well, I'm nice. a fan you of the, the lukewarm shower. Lukewarm. I don't like okay. it hot. Yeah. And I'm too fat for a hot shower, so I will immediately start sweating mm. as soon as I get out. Yeah. So I got to have it cold, so okay. it lowers my body temp. Yeah. But yeah, mm. I'm with you on that one, man. Yeah, cold showers are nice. And then meditate, and then just make breakfast, and then uh, work. Yeah, that's kind of... My routine, pretty straightforward. On the weekends, yeah. much variation. Um, on the weekends, do, you, do they make you work weekends, Austin? Do you get a day off? <laughs> no, it's it's not like <laughs> enforced for sure. I definitely will generally work Saturday, unless I'm with like friends or family. Yeah. Try not to work Sunday at all. Lord's but day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like doing doing things in the morning that are not enjoyable, like getting up early, cold shower, working out. It just makes the day like easier in mm-hmm. a way. Like you go to work and you can sit down or you can stand up if you have a standing desk. And then you can like work, depending on what you do, just for both of us. Like mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah. Because then you're like ready. It's it's nice to be able to like sit down at that point. All I have to do the rest of the day is get this done. Yeah. You know, the last thing you really have to do is work. I mean, that, that's the one thing I don't like. Like, my wife's never going to wake up with me at 6 in the morning to lift. It's just <laughs> not going to happen. And I'm not going to get to work after 8 a.m. like some lazy person. So I have to work out when I get home. Mm. And that's, that's just a, that's a bummer, man. Because you, you drive home, you listen to your funny podcasts on the way home because you're in a good mood. And then you sit down on the couch and you say, fuck, my balls are already sweaty. What am I going to do? You get when you get home from work, yeah, or yeah, of course they are. Dang, yours, yours aren't. Well, generally when I work out, like I'll take a cold shower and stuff. You, you have a little bit like more super... breathing room in between there than I do, so yeah, fair enough. I'm 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 probably like a little chilly afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, it, the, the lives we live. Yeah, yeah, I mean the the morning routine is a big deal to I think a lot of people. But when we get down to brass tacks, as, as long as you're up and doing something, you know, like if I had one message to take away from this, it'd be, of course, subscribe to my podcast coming out 2025 on Quibi and uh, the Starburst candy webpage. Um, but yeah, it's just do one thing in the morning. Just fucking do one thing. Everybody didn't do anything in the morning for four months. And how do we feel now? We feel like shit. <laughs> What, yeah, what were you doing during COVID? Oh, you, you had the home gym, right? That was Yeah, the out. home gym, man. I, I stayed in there. Oh my gosh, workouts would be done and i just sit outside. Mm. It was great. But no, I mostly tried to eat food and uh, kind of look for a job. 
<laughs> I got I got furloughed from my last company, so I went to like the big corporate job. You know, uh, people people wear golf pants to work, and you know the kind of. The, the whatever the heck those shoes are now where they look like business shoes on the top but on the bottom they're sneakers <laughs> fun um and you know had the 401k pension plan and the bs and all this the desk the cubicle and name tag and all that and because uh, i was like i want safety now i want to feel safe and then uh covid happened and they dropped me like a hot potato as, <laughs> as they cut their entire marketing budget for four months so they, they didn't tell me anything, and uh, this is my first time I'm actually talking about it in public, and I don't want to cry. <laughs> but, yeah, so they just didn't tell me anything, and I was just furloughed, and they were like, ah, take unemployment. And I never wanted to take unemployment in my life, so I felt like a piece of crap about it. Yeah. Uh, so I looked for a new job immediately. Oh, that's good, though. Yeah. Did you ever take unemployment then? Yeah, that oh, time? I, yeah. I took it. <laughs> <laughs> I technically made more for a little bit. <laughs> By like ten dollars. Yeah. But yeah. Dang. It was it was nice for a bit. Yeah. How big was the company you previously worked for? Um, it was the second largest cabinet company in America. Wow. So the company was like the two billion, three billion evaluation. Um, and it had like ten thousand employees or something like that. And I was Dang. the only copywriter for the whole thing. What? Yeah. I think that's why they hired me at <laughs> Active. Did, did they have like a website then? Yeah, they, well, um, how do you describe it? It was a conglomerate of like 13 cabinet companies that slowly got bought up over time until finally they had a deal as big as like the Sprint T-Mobile merger or whatever that had to get, clear, get cleared by the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so they all had their own individual websites of varying degrees of terribleness. <laughs> And boring bullshit that wasn't useful at all. They were essentially landing pages for leads for the business. But I mean, they're ten thousand, fifteen, fifty thousand dollar purchases. Sometimes you're not just gonna be like, mm, I want those cabinets. Those will fit. Yeah, you gotta have some guy come in. So yeah, interesting. So like when they basically fired you, it was like, hey, no, I was furloughed. 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 And then I quit. When they furloughed you, was it like? Any, so you had a bad experience, essentially? Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. 100%. Wow. They, uh, they tried to be nice about it at first. They were like, oh, well, um, we're going to see if anybody wants to take partial furlough. Um, and that way we can keep everybody on if everybody works less hours. So then no one will have to, you know, not get paid at all. Mm-hmm. And I forget, is it the prisoner's dilemma? Is that the, like, psychological principle? Where let's say you and I robbed a bank, right? Yeah. Um, and they go into you and they say, hey, your partner just spilled his guts out, his big, fat, strong man guts all over the table. Mm-hmm. If you tell me something he couldn't about it, I can get you a better deal than he, he gets. Mm. Or if you don't say anything, you're going away for 20 years. Yeah. And in that scenario, <laughs> both of them fucking give each other up. It was it was the prisoner's dilemma because nobody wanted it. Everybody had their own reasons. Like I've got a child named Thaddeus. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> One of my coworkers actually had a kid named Thaddeus. Uh, he's a cool dude. Shout out Tom Majewski. Uh, Polak Pride, you're a great guy. But everybody had their reasons. And, like, a kid's a good one. It's not like I said, I'm Tom and I have poopy pants. No, you had a good reason that you should still have kept your job, and I'm glad you did. Yeah. But, you know, I was I was first hired, first fired. 
So Dang. I was I was low on the totem pole, and I was like, well, that's kind of bullshit. How about I go actually just try and get a job that I want to not worry as much about like the mm. you know size of the company because it didn't didn't do dick for me anyways. They don't yeah. they don't care. What was like the biggest learning takeaway from that? From the experience? Yeah. Um, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I will. Um, it is that like an iron willpower and a desire to get something done will help you get it done. I mean, if, if your back is against the wall and you say, I'm not going to stop until I, you know, am whole again, it's, it's easier to get there. You know, mm-hmm. if, if I would have half-assed my way through it and worried about it and sat in my own, you know, sadness and just been like, oh, maybe something will come by mm-hmm. when it worked out. But, you know, putting your mind to stuff, it works out, especially if you're white male. <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> Sweet. Matt, finish off the podcast. If you were to give your last piece of advice right now to younger Matt, what would that be? Don't go on Tinder. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, my my advice (laughs) to younger Matt would be, uh, stay in your lane, man, do what you like. And, um, graduate college quicker. You lazy boy. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Don't make it take so long. It costs more. (laughs) Don't buy that guitar center (laughs) credit card and buy a thousand dollar guitar. It took you three years to pay off. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it did. I it was after a breakup. Yeah. yeah. I got broken up with, and uh, I was like, nothing can fix this <laughs> hole other than Ibanez. <laughs> I bought such a nice guitar. Oh, they sh- oh, they shouldn't have let me finance. <laughs> it was irresponsible. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I paid. It was four hundred and fifty dollars of interest on a nine hundred dollar guitar. <laughs> yeah dang that's so, a lot of interest so don't get a guitar center credit card that's a good advice don't do it but Sweet. yeah i mean go with go with uh what you want to do don't let anybody tell you you can't do it um because if you think there's a way you can make it work you can yeah Sweet, matt it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast Did i appreciate we- all of the joe oh gonna- yeah this wasn't anything. <laughs> You're not going to use this. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Shout out Active. Um, yeah, uh, let me get one final plug in. My my wife, uh, the apprentice to Gretchen Ventura, the jewelry lady, uh, she's got a store. Um, it's called Stellar Studs. Um, she's part of Stellar Supply Co., uh, go on, get yourself a set of nice press-on nails. She makes them all custom for whatever you want. Get yourself some nice jewelry. Send her a pair of your booty shorts. She'll put studs all over them if you're that kind of that kind of girl. Um, Stellar Supply Co. or Stellar Studs. Check it out on Instagram. Sweet. Matt, it's been a pleasure having you on. Appreciate all the jokes. Yeah. Making the world a funnier place. Thank well, appreciate you. you having me. I've I've always wanted to do this, and I've always wanted to throw out a plug at the end for some shit I'm doing. So that, that really... <laughs> Took something off my bucket list, man. Sweet, Thanks, dude. Dude, I wish you would have brought th- your guitar. Mm. But yeah. Nothing, nothing people like better on a podcast than hearing shit they didn't <laughs> plan to hear. <laughs> that's that's the number one thing they want, like, to tune into. So uh, oh, wait, sweet. 